Welcome to Digging Deep with Pastor Yemi and Pastor Dayo Ogunsenye. We hope this message encourages you and builds your faith. Join us weekly as we dig deep into God's Word. Praise God, somebody. Amen. What a joy to be back again on Digging Deep. It's another week, it's another grace, and your testimonies are sure. Amen. I am Pastor Yemi Ogunsoya, uh, one of the pastors from Faith uh, Chapel here in Mississauga. With me tonight is the woman of God, Pastor Dayo. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Amen. You. And uh, I'm so glad we can connect again this week on this amazing subject of healing for the total man, spirit, soul, and body. Mm -hmm. We've been on this journey for a few months now, and uh, we are not done yet. Last week, we began to talk about uh, standing in faith, about fighting the good fight of faith. And uh, it was amazing. Time went by so fast. Uh, yeah, we've discussed, uh, is, uh, is it God's will for us to be healed? Does God want you healed? We've looked at the issue of the power of imagination. We've talked about believer's authority. And uh, this is just one of the things we need to know to remain healthy throughout our journey on this side of eternity. But tonight, we are going to just pick up from where we stopped last week, talking about what it means to stand. What does it, what, what does it mean to say, I am fighting the good fight of faith? And from what a perspective are we fighting as victims or as we fighting as victors, more than conquerors and overcomer? Those are part of the things we discussed last week. But let the woman of God pray for us today as we jump into this thing. Amen. Father in heaven, one more time, we thank you. Amen. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for all that you are set to do with us tonight. Thank you for the bread that you are feeding us with, the bread of life. We are grateful to you. Yes, Father, Lord. we receive the Holy Spirit tonight, who is the greatest teacher, to teach us your word, to explain the scriptures to us tonight. Thank you, Spirit thank of the Living God. Thank, thank you, Jesus Christ, for what you did at Calvary. And also, thank you our Father, mm. that you have even allowed us to yes, do this tonight. Yes, yes. Accept our thanks, O Lord. Amen. And we receive all that you have for us tonight. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, friend, get your Bible, your writing materials, and a bottle of water or tea or coffee or whatever uh, you like to take tonight as we go on this adventure this week. We are going to read our two scriptures uh, passages again, just uh, so that we can uh, link it up with last week. And that means we are looking at where Paul was began to talk about the armor of God and uh, what we are wrestling with. And then we jump to where he called us, there was a call to fight. And what kind of fight, Pastor Dario will help us tonight. Amen. So I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 13, oh, the New King James Version, up to 14. Yeah. Okay. All right. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, mm. 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having on all to stand. Stand therefore, having guarded your ways with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll get one more to read. Oh, another verse? Uh, the, 15? No, no. no. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First uh, Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Hmm. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you are also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Amen. Now today, <clears throat> let's um, we, we we read First Peter, uh, First Timothy chapter six. <clears throat> but while you are reading it, the Holy Spirit pointed something out to me. Uh, chapter six, verse twelve. Let's let's put let's pull it apart a little bit. We're supposed to start on righteousness, but let's pull that up. I said, fight the good fight of faith. Mm. It's a good fight, but we have to do the fighting. Mm. That's the first thing. We are the ones to do the fighting. But and then from Ephesians, we are not fighting the devil. We are fighting to preserve what God has done. And there are armors that we will talk about next week. Uh, we begin to talk about the armor of that we use in this fight as from next week. But look at that First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12 again. He said, lay hold. So the fight of faith has to do with laying hold or seizing or taking control of what has eternally been provided. Eternal life is a life that is immune to sickness and disease. Eternal life is a life that is a prosperous life. It's the God kind of life. What That means whatever we can lay hold of the God kind of life, which is a sickless life, a sickness-free life. And he said we do it uh, how it has to be, it is connected with having confessed a good confession. Saying the same thing that God has said so that we can have a change of mindset to what God has done. This is how we fight the fight. And you have to do that confession in the presence of many people, even with pain in your body, in the presence of the devil, in the presence of unbelievers, in the presence of doubters, you have to maintain what God has said as the truth and the reality in your life. Mm. So now we go back to where we stopped last week. Is that it's a good fight because we come to every battle as an overcomer. Mm. Somebody that God already said that by his grace, we can overcome. You can beat that thing. You can triumph over that challenge in your health. You can be a champion over that challenges that the devil is trying to set up within the parameters of your five physical senses. So, but one key way of is that will, uh, how, do I, how do I put it? Help me, Holy Spirit. Uh, one key understanding that we must have is that there is no, no, no issue between you and God. Mm -hmm. uh, God is not the problem. God is not the source 
of the sickness. Mm. God is not teaching me a lesson by putting sickness on me. Mm. Why? Because I am the righteousness. And I think that is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21. Uh, can we look at that in the King James Version? 2 Corinthians, uh, just even if you don't have the King James Version at all, flow with us. Just read it with us as it will be on the screen. It says, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. The Bible says, for he, God, made him, Jesus, to be seen for us. Jesus was made sin 2,000 years ago for us. Uh, he knew no sin. He didn't commit any sin. But God made him to be sin for us so that we might be what? Made. made. Mm. We don't grow into this righteousness. We are made right with God. Mm. Because Jesus was made sin with our sins. We were made right with his righteousness. Mm. It was an exchange of Calvary. So I am, I must have it ingrained in the back of my mind. Every time I am approaching God or standing on what God has done, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. That, what does that mean? I can stand before God. Did we pray? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so fired up about this. I just I want to be sure we we pray before we started. Uh, uh, I, there is no sense of inferiority <laughs> or guilt, no condemnation, because Jesus has redeemed me from those, from the power of sin, from the influence of sin, from the guilt of sin, and from the punishment of sin. I've been set free from them. I can stand before God in the throne room of God as if it's Jesus standing mm. and make a passionate request or lay hold of what Jesus has purchased for me. That's what righteousness will do for any child of God. It takes away the I am not worthy mentality. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because now you are worthy because you have the righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. So that's very important in standing against what devil wants to do. Because the devil wants, will want to make you believe you are not worthy. That God is against you. That God is angry at you. That God is mad at you. Or whatever you, he would come to you to lie. But God sees you as a son. He sees you as a daughter and you are right with it. That's very important. So that's one, that's one major thing that we must have. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 34, he said, awake to righteousness. I love that. In other words, wake up to your righteousness. Mm. Is I see this as a I, I could see myself talking to my my one of my biological spiritual. I say, wake up, stand up, know who you are. It, God said, awake to righteousness, and that will make you not to sin, because you know now you know that you don't have to do that sin. You are the righteousness of God. If Jesus can overcome, I can too. He said, for some do not have the knowledge of God. Of God. Mm. If you don't have the knowledge of God, you won't know that there's no enmity between you and God anymore. Mm. Mm. Ah, and I speak this to your shame. In other words, Paul is saying, you should know this, but because you don't know this, it's shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling the Corinthians, we know who the Corinthians were. Mm. 
They were very spiritual, but they had they, they, their spirituality was devoid of knowledge mm. of what God has done. Mm. And there are a lot of Christians like that. But the key thing that I want to focus us on tonight is wake up to your righteousness. Mm, mm, mm. If we focus more on our right standing with God, we will we will be trapped less by Satan into sinning. Mm. Because a, a, one, a, one of our leaders wrote a book, he said, you can walk out on the devil. If you know, the only way you can do that is if you know your righteousness. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Amen. So, uh, and you were talking before we started this week, you were talking about Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Mm. I said, for you have no for, said many, was writing to the church. Mm. He wasn't talking to unbelievers. Mm. Paul was not, First Corinthians was not, right, was not written to unbelievers. Mm. How can you say people in the church, they have no knowledge of God's word? And you see what was, it was costing them. And in our world today, a lot of us, we are, we are, we are, we are guilty as charged about Hosea 4.6. And what does it say is Hosea 4.6? Mm, it says, my people are destroyed mm. for lack of knowledge. They are destroyed. Because you have rejected mm. knowledge. Not that the knowledge is not available. It's, it's because you have rejected knowledge. I also will reject you mm. from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God. Yeah. He said, I will also forget, forget your, your children. Now, if the, the, the A part of it, every time I meditate on it, it's, it's, it speaks volume. Mm. He said, my people, these are God's people. They are being stopped. The word destroyed means stopped, uh, cut short, uh, deprived because of Lack of knowledge. They, they are devoid of knowledge. Mm. And it's not that this knowledge is hidden away. It's not that God doesn't want them to know. They made a choice. Mm -hmm. Instead of pursuing the knowledge of God and what he has done, they made a choice to pursue something else. Rejected. That's why he said, you have rejected knowledge. Mm. It was offered to them. They, they didn't gravitate towards it. And we see it in our time. People come to church. When the worship is going on, they are excited, they are happy. But when it comes to something that will deliver the promises of God, the word of God, mm. that's when they get distracted. Mm. Oh, mm. to them, the worship is more important than the, the preaching. And the whole essence of church, the primary essence of church is to hear mm. and be taught the word of God. Mm. Mm. And that we miss it there. And if we miss it, then Hosea 4, 6 kicks in. We get stopped. We get deprived of the benefits of Christianity. Mm. And we can't blame God for it. Yes. So that's why I said, awake to your righteousness. Yes. Awake to who you are. Mm. Stand. Take hold of who you are. Mm. And I, I'm saying that to somebody tonight. Awake. At the day you gave your life to Christ, you became right with God. There should be no inferiority. There should be no guilty feeling. Stop that thing that says, I am not worthy. Christ has made you worthy. Stand your ground mm -hmm. and proclaim before any devil who you are. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. I was coming, I was now praying with somebody today, one of our daughters. You know, we spoke about that. Uh, I was, as I was coming from driving to church, the Holy Spirit ministered to me, just took me back to the incident where Abraham's servant went to 
his, uh, his uh, family to get a wife for mm, Isaac. Isaac. And the man introduced himself. I don't know what I was thinking. The Holy Spirit just brought it to me. He said, I am Abraham's servant. That was his introduction. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit told me, if a man can introduce himself as Abraham's servant with confidence, mm. you are my servant. Amen. He got the job done. His master told him to do something mm -hmm. and he got it done based yes. on his awake, being awake to who he was. Mm. And whose he was. And whose he was. And I he said, you are my servant. Mm. You can change anything that, because he said, your servant's supposed to know your mind. Mm. They know what you like, what you don't like. And I was just so excited in the car that I am God's servant. And wherever I send me to do, I can get it done. Amen. And he will back it up. Amen. 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 What do you have for us? <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, um, here he says that, um, uh, talking about the fight of faith, mm -hmm. that it is a fight to trust God yeah. when we feel that something, something. is different. Yes. It's a fight that we tell people about not what we are going through, mm. but something what God has, what done. God oh, has said. Thank you, Jesus. So when this is this is the fight. Mm. It's a fight. The fight to be able to open our mouth mm. and say, I am healed. I have been healed by the stripes of yeah. Jesus. That is, especially, you know, when this, um, when it comes to a situation where the sickness has really, really gone in, it has become yeah. really difficult, yeah. and the doctors are not saying the, yeah. you know, the the best case scenario mm -hmm. anymore. They are giving you a very bad prognosis. Mm -hmm. The fight is in. Despite everything that we are seeing, despite I all see. that we are hearing, mm. we are still proclaiming yeah. that we are healed. Amen. Amen. And that is very important. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. They have given you a negative report. Everything around you looks like it's not it. But God's word remained true yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You can take a stand on it. Take a stand. Make a choice. Doesn't matter what you feel. Choose the word of God by choosing God. I think somewhere in the book of Deuteronomy, it said, I said before you, heaven, mm -hmm. uh, 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 I said before you, life, life and, and death. death. Choose uh, you life. I said, you choose. Life. Just so, like we are saying, you fight. It's you that will make the decision. Mm. I choose life. I choose the word of God. I choose healing. And I think it's a very important thing to remember because that is a fight. Yeah. It is a fight. Because your body is saying something different. And you, you are know, looking even, at a medical lab report that's saying something different. Even people around you, yeah. they are already telling, saying in, the, in, in their minds that mm -hmm, we are just trying. Yeah. Let us just, but mm, mm. that is the time that we need to stand. Mm, mm. We need to stand proclaiming the yeah. word of God. I yeah. believe that it is the fight. That yeah. is a very, you know, it, it, because that's the fight of our faith. Yes. That is the yes. fight that yes. determines whether we, you know, we win, we, we, whether we remain winners yeah. or we become victims. Yes. And by God, God has done everything he needs to do to make us overcomers. But we have to make a choice that I am an overcomer. I'm not going to. I'm not going down there. And that's why 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 said, for we walk by faith. 
not, not by sight. By what sight. does that mean? We're talking about this. I regulate my life mm. by the word of God, mm. not by what I see in or sense or smell or taste uh, or in the five physical senses. Is the word of God that regulates my life. Mm. I am what they call the last man standing on God's word. And I think, you know, in conclusion, yeah. what we, what, what many of, many a times, what we face is that we really don't believe the word. Yeah. Yeah. And if we don't believe that word, there is, it's impossible to stand on yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I, I can use this illustration. You know how uh, in some places, maybe like uh, a mall, they will put glass. You are upstairs, you are walking, yeah, and they will put the glass yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they want you to walk on that ah. glass. And you are looking down at 25th floor on the ground, and they want you to walk on that. There is no, I, I mean, I don't know, I've never done that. It is difficult for people to believe that you can walk on that glass. You will see people crawling or people <laughs> being pulled. That is what happens when people are not sure. Yeah. It's that, a natural mind. Your natural mind will tell you this is more real than, oh, this is their glass. You think this can take your weight, but you have to make a choice. But the more you look at that glass, the more you determine in your heart that I am going, going to do work on this glass yeah. and it's going to take me. You will yeah. feel the boldness. Yeah. The, the same way we need to be looking into the word of yeah. God. What we behold, we become. Yeah. So the more we behold the word of God, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it begins to transform yeah. us yeah. in our mind mm. according to the spirit. Yeah. Because our spirit is already clean, is already healed, yeah. is, is perfect. Yeah. But it is our mind that we need to transform. Yeah. And we have to behold the word. Amen. We have Amen. to look into the word Amen. of God. Amen. I think... That is it for tonight. You are the righteousness of God. You are to regulate your life by the word of God. And it's all your decision. You have to make that choice. And when you make that choice, you release the power of the Holy Amen. Spirit. You have been blessed tonight. Now, I, I, I know there is pain in the body. Mm. I know the negative report is there. But the truth is that you are healed. Yes. And then tonight we send the word in of the healing name of Jesus. to everyone on this broadcast tonight. And we command as God's servant healing to manifest that which Jesus purchased for you. Now that you align your mind with the word tonight, be healed, be made whole in Jesus' precious name. Amen. We look forward to seeing you next week. We are going to be talking about the hammer of God. You don't want to miss that. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed today's message, why don't you like and subscribe to receive the latest message to keep you encouraged and inspired throughout the week. Be a blessing and continue to share God's message with friends. We appreciate you and pray for God's best in your life.